0: And this is Art Beat with Donna Bell Cassis, who has with her and us today a very special guest, Donabel Cassis. The microphone is yours. Thank you, Bill, and good morning, Buzz and Dan. Um, there's a show up in downtown Northampton, which just opened last week. It has works by three women artists, Jack Chardier. Laura Girton and Ann Lilly, and it's up at the William Basic Fine Arts um, Gallery in Northampton and one of the artists, uh, a, an Amherst native now Seattle resident joins us from Seattle today. <laughs> Welcome Jack Chardier.
1: Hello. Welcome. To, I'm glad to be here.
0: Well, thank you for joining us so early. I know it's a bit of a stretch for you, and I really appreciate you willing <laughs> to speak about your work today, but I'm just so excited that uh, we get to see your work here on the East Coast. Now, um, you and I met back when I used to live in Seattle, oh gosh, over 20 years ago, and I was always enamored with your work. And, you know, of course we're on radio, so we'll talk about it a little bit, But You know, your working process is very much front and center in your work and you describe your works as tests. So can you describe your painstaking experimentation with materials, please?
1: Well, um, I think I've been a painter for pretty much my whole life since I was a kid, but at some point I really got interested in materials and how they interact with each other and when i was teaching classes i was teaching for golden acrylics for a while and working with materials really in depth and i think something gelled in my head about making the painting be the actual test rather than because i would do little tests off on the side and they were mm-hmm. more fun for me than trying to make these paintings that were kind of a slog of trying to pull together everything you know about painting in one writing right. And mm-hmm. so just breaking it down into these experiments that were fun and where I was learning something with each piece kind of opened up my work for me. So that as long as I have a question about mm-hmm. the materials and there's something to explore and there's something, the painting becomes the actual results. So in a nutshell, that the paintings are driven by questions about materials. Now, for our
0: listeners, uh, Jack's work is inspired in part by images of DNA gel electrophoresis. So- Whoa, 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 Could you, come on. (laughs) That's a mouthful. English, Donabelle, English. (laughs) Well, I can (laughs) let Jack describe that. Well,
1: you know, um, I was teaching a class for non-art majors uh, a while back and I was talking about source material and how artists gather images that they like. And I was trying to describe this thing that I had just seen on the O.J. Simpson trials on TV. And that tells you how long ago this was. (laughs) And I said, you know, there was this images of DNA, um, something to do with the bloody glove. And somebody, one of my students, because they're all non-art majors said, oh, I just did uh, gel electrophoresis in my class today. And she held up this Polaroid, is this what you mean? And I'm like, yes, that's it. And that's when I found out what it was called. And then I could start researching it um, and finding more images. So it's it's these organic shapes that look kind of futuristic and kind of archetypal and old at the same time. And they're gr- mm. in a grid, and they are an actual test talking about some something that means something to the scientists. And I just found it a really interesting metaphor for what I was doing. And I started to use the, the structure of the electrophoresis images to kind
0: of give me some guidelines for making my own work. And it just kind of all fell together. Oh my gosh. Well, and they're stunning. But you know, instead of the sort of gray, black, and white, or blue of the DNA images, you use beautiful, vibrant colors. And there's a certain layering that you have in there. What materials do you use to get those layers in there? I'm actually working with lots of different
1: water-soluble ink. And Um, The ink does interesting things that regular paint won't do. It will migrate and bleed up through layers of other materials, and so it gives you this spatial quality. When you look at the work, it feels like it's going really deep into the surface of the panel, when actually it's this tiny little layer. It's not even that deep. But Mm -hmm. it has this illusionistic quality that I really love, and the inks are just beautiful. The colors are very vibrant and sometimes Mm -hmm. almost neon, and Mm -hmm. it's not like paint, and so I think I, I'm, it's hard to call myself a painter now because I hardly ever use a brush anymore. I use eyedroppers and, you know, work flat with masking tape and spray
0: paint. And so anyway, it's kind of a, it's like a whole new process. Well, I mean, they're just they're just stunning. And if you're just joining us today, I'm speaking here with Na- Amherst native but now Seattle artist Jack Chardier. You've been there for over gosh how many years?
1: Oh, I've lived here since the Nirvana days, the early 90s. Oh, those were the best days. <laughs> I know, but you know, I grew, up, I grew up in in Massachusetts, and I went to UMass Amherst, and then I worked at the Guild Art Center on Main Street, and that's where oh I uh, met Will Basic. And oh my gosh. He was, he was working there in the frame shop, and he started his gallery at some point right after I left, and we just have stayed in touch. And I know he shows a lot of amazing representational artists, but he mm-hmm. does also really like abstract work, and it's hard to show, it's hard to sell, in mm-hmm. a small town. But, um, you know, Anne Ann Girton's work, and um, Anne Lily's work, and Laura Gurton's work, are both really interesting to me. We kind of all have a synergy with what we're doing. It's all abstraction. So it's a really beautiful show. I've seen some images. I haven't, I wasn't able to go.
0: I know. I, really I was hoping it'd come out.
1: Well, I really encourage people to go see the show because,
0: like, the work is just, you've got to see it in person. It did well, screen. and I was just going to say that because to just look at the surfaces of your work, um, which you have several paintings, um, as part of this three-person show at William Basic Fine Arts in downtown Northampton, um, you can check out her, you know, Jack's work up until March sixteenth. But you know, it's interesting because I was thinking about your process and sort of scientific methods through experimentation, and you kind of. Um, tread the line between you know science and art and you were just saying i don't know if i call myself a painter um and i know we we just have a few minutes left here but can you just speak briefly about how you see your work now compared to way in the beginning
1: well it's definitely now more what i would call a hybrid of science and art but a scientist would say that i'm not really using a scientific method it's very you know (laughs) by the seat of my pants but um i think you know, as long as I'm, I have a question, like a real legitimate question that the painting is going to show me the answer to or guide me, then I feel like there's always another painting to make. And that's a great, great place to be in as an artist because you
0: feel like there's this endless body of work ahead. So. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I am so excited that I can see your work in person. Today we have Jack Chardier, that's J-A-Q, Chardier joining us from Seattle. I'm so happy your work is here. I thank you for joining us this morning and congratulations on your show. Thank you so much. And available for viewing at the uh, Basic Gallery on Main Street here in Northampton as of now? Today? Yes. Yes, it's up through March 16th, Main Street, Northampton, and they are for sale. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you both so very much. This has been Artbeat on Talk the Talk.